0: This is the Matters of Influence podcast, creating awareness and alignment today to become your best self tomorrow with your hosts, Debbie Frapp and Terry Foster-Nowland. Well, hello, everyone. Debbie Frapp here with, with foster my friend. Friend. Yes, with yeah. my- Terry. So. All right, guys. Well, we're we're happy to be back with you, and um, we've got a topic today. It's gonna it's gonna sound unusual for the title, um, but we're gonna talk about depletion matters. And what we mean by that is it's it's being able to recognize depletion, and it it we need to recognize it because there's things that we need to do about it, especially as leaders. So the first thing that I'll say, Terry, is that. Depletion is not just being tired. The right. depletion is being empty or being like having a low battery life. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's those kind of things. And, and it requires us to pay attention to that so that we can not only lead ourselves better, but to lead our people. So I want to just kind of start out with that definition and, and why we've titled it this, because it matters that we pay attention to it.
1: Well, and it first matters too, Debbie, that we pay attention to it for ourselves. Um, Absolutely. You know, these past few years, whether we want to admit it or not, took a toll on us. And it would be disrespectful for us to not believe that it didn't take a toll on the people that are in our care. And I'm just going to say it that way, because we can call them team members. We can call them family members. We can call them partners, friends, whatever. Yeah. And yet we still need to not disrespect the fact that their level of depletion may be different than ours. It's kind of like your context model, Debbie. We all have a perspective on what it means. And and how many of us run around and go, man, I'm tired. Man, I'm tired. What's wrong? Are you okay? I'm I'm just
0: tired. Yeah. Are you really? Are you my question? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in in Terry, going through what we've gone through, um whether we want to admit it or not, that's been two years of a traumatic event. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, it wasn't just a one and done. And, and the reality is, is we're still going through it. Yeah. We still, we still have, while it may not be, you know, we're not in lockdown. Um, you know, some things have been resolved, but we're still dealing with potential economy economy issues. We've got supply chain issues. All of those things are still taking a toll on us. And so it's not like we've come out of it. And I think one of the biggest things is that we can't just go back to the way things were because the world has shifted. The world has changed. So what, how whatever we did before to lead ourselves, um, whatever we did before to lead our families, to lead our people It can't be the same thing that we do now because everything has shifted. Everything has changed. And if we keep trying to do the same thing over in a world that's changed, it's not going to work. And then you're going to get even more depleted because it's like, uh, well, that's what I've always done. And it's always worked in the past, Mm -hmm. but the world has changed. It will never go back to pre-COVID time. I'm just going to use that. And by the way, COVID was not the only thing going on in these two years. No, no. In fact, I've
1: had two leaders that I've listened to this past week, that or in the past two weeks, that have said this is the really most unsettled time. Yeah, um, in our world history. In our we, world history, like yeah. we we've never been in a place where we've experienced a pandemic, and yeah, it's and typically all- World yeah. War II or okay. right, mm-hmm. right, and it, and and emotionally. We we're not recognizing the toll that it takes on us, and how quickly we're getting the information because of social media. Yeah, and and if you think of all the things that take a toll on you, and the thirty eight thousand decisions that literally we make a day—whether to brush our hair, brush our teeth, get in our car, not get in our car—you mm-hmm. know what the sound level needs to be on our Zoom meeting. If you yeah. think about all the decisions that we're making that's not being tired. That's depleting your brain energy so that you can't be who you need to be. So honestly, we first need to admit that we've all gone through something that honestly, the world's never experienced before. And, um, you and I've been on this earth the same amount of years. we 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 have, we can say, um, It'll ne- it's never going to go back to the same we have to have a, a different mindset on them that's going to get better so with that in mind you mentioned earlier depletion is being empty maybe having a low battery what else might people be feeling if they're feeling depleted what should they be noticing about well, themselves I, mentally and physically
0: yeah I think you know mentally we we may be um we're not just feeling empty but um we don't know even know sometimes what we need to be feeling, what mm. we need to be experiencing, right? Yeah. So, um and and again, it's it's well, I've never been angry about this before, or this is I've I've never, and, and so then we start doubting ourselves like what's wrong with me? Indecision. Confusion. Yeah, of indecision, uh, confusion, um, uncertainty at a at a pretty high level. Okay. Yeah. Again, it's just like we take for granted, oh, oh, I need this from the grocery store. And you go to the grocery store and it's like, where, where's, where's the product? Why is that gone? Why yeah. is that gone, right? Yeah. It's like up. the weirdest things, like Fritos for three months. I couldn't find Fritos. Darn it. I mean, <laughs> little things like that, right? And then when you see the shelves, and I don't know if anybody else experienced this, but it was weird during COVID and you go and the shelves are empty. Mm-hmm that mm-hmm. creates in our being, um, a, a lack of, and it gets us in a little mm-hmm. bit of a state of desperation. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And panic. so yeah, a panic, like, Oh my gosh. Like, so all of the things that we've been certain of before I need this, I go here. I need this. I go here. All of that is shifted. Yeah. Um, the, um, so, so that can take a toll emotionally. Mentally, not being able to complete things, um, not being able to make decisions, right? So staying in a state of indecisiveness, that can be impactful. And we're not even talking about then the people around us, right? It's just like, we think we know our people. Let's talk from a work perspective real quick. We think we know our people. No, you knew them who they were and what their values were before 2019. You don't know them now because they've experienced loss. They've experienced tragedy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one of the reasons why I think we see the big resignation, right, that people are talking about. People have been working Mm -hmm. in the same industry or the same job for a long time, and all of a sudden they quit. And the reason why they quit is because they realigned their values and went, wait a minute, this doesn't work for me anymore. And so,
1: you know, that's been a big topic this week, Debbie, you and I talked about it last week, and it's not that your values necessarily change. And and if any of you all are listening, have never really done um, an exercise where you understand what it is you value or what your value words are they're very important because it's what you align every decision up with. So if, if one of my words, one of my, one of my value words, let's say is family, Mm -hmm. I'm going to use that as an example. And family's my value word. The way that I looked at family pre pandemic is going to be different than the context I'm seeing it at. That's right. As we're coming out of whatever it is we're coming out of, right. Family may be even, even more important because I had someone in my family that passed away during it. So I'm going to sure. calendar to spend more time with my family. That's it's going to have a different meaning. It so will. for those of you that know how to do that, I'd go back and revisit, that's an action item, but I'd go back and revisit not only my values, but the values of my team and then that's ask right. them, Yep. has anything changed around yep. your values that we need yep. to
0: talk about, right? Yep. That's right. Yeah, because they're, um, not the same, they're not the same people. They've had not just a experience they've had multiple experiences in a extended amount of time which in so many people that can overwhelm our ability to cope yeah so um so you really you got to check in with your people you you don't know them the way that you you don't know them now you knew yeah. before and and they've shifted now
1: yeah we Nobody's coming to rescue us. Nope. So we've got to take the steps ourselves to no. recognize this first, be aware of it, possibly right. journal about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had someone this past week say, I just can't even cry anymore.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, well they're 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 neutralized, right? They've gone numb. Mm, there's a good because word. They're they 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 have been so they've been so overwhelmed with everything, right? That they had to become numb in order to focus. In order to do that, um, working, I've I've had that experience myself working in the crisis world. Yeah. It's like you get to, I had to, in order to cope, in order to deal with people in their worst days, um, I had to get to a place where I became a little um, disassociated with what was really going on so that I could be the best person for them, because if I, too, got wrapped up in my emotion, I was not going to be the best person for them, and if you mm-hmm. are not taking care of the fact of what you just witnessed, so let's speak as leaders, right, you might be great at leading in a crisis,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but we're on the backside, and we're, we're coming out of it, and, and while there's still things going on, those are different skill sets, those are different things that are needed and necessary, That's right? That is right. You know,
1: so yeah. let's talk a little bit about the physical side. You know, these are all the things that can happen to you emotionally, and they manifest themselves. Oh yeah, right. So people start having different pains. They start having joint problems. They yeah. are sick all the time. They're not are, sleeping well. They're not sleeping well. Uh, weight, yeah, not or at gain. all. Weight, yeah, weight gain. Weight loss.
0: Weight loss, substance abuse, um, mm-hmm. like you know, mm-hmm. things that before and it's almost like, even though you know not you you have the knowledge of what you need, mm-hmm. um, the discipline to do that when you've got all this other stuff going on is much more difficult. Yeah, you know, so one of them my- picked up habits that they, you know, that they had overcome and now all of a sudden they're back to smoking again or they're back to you know, doing some other things because it's, it, it's when, when you become overwhelmed, it's much more difficult to change and to have the discipline that you need. Right. So, you
1: know, physically you can run away from something or you can run to something because of what you're feeling inside. Right. Yep. And we care about our listeners so much. We want to one, one thing, we want you to recognize what you're feeling. Yeah. Talk it out with someone a coach, a counselor, a therapist, whoever that is, talk that out with people that you trust and then also recognize what's happening to you physically. Yeah. So that you can get help for that because you're not just a prescription away from getting well. Yeah. And I and now from a self-leadership perspective, um, you know, when you look at physically, emotionally, relationally, and uh, spiritually, right? Whatever's happening on the inside and what's happening on manifesting itself on the outside affects who you are relationally. That's exactly right. Um, and spiritually, right? Yep. So um, just want to bring those things up and, and help everybody understand that there could be a toll on that. Now, as a leader, Debbie, what would you say? <laughs> you and I've been exposed to massive leadership right? And we coach some of the top leaders in the country. We really do. Yeah, we really do. And we respect them so much. And coaching has been really different this past year. And and yeah. as we've moved, and as we're moving through this, so many small things confuse them. And, and these are highly driven individuals, highly mm-hmm. driven individuals who, for the most part, will not maybe stop and take these steps to care about yeah. people in their lives. So what's one thing that we can help leaders like that do with their people when it comes to caring for their people as they're moving through this? First of all, we said, it's not just about what you went through. It's about what they went through too. Yeah, absolutely. Right?
0: Well, and I think, you know, slowing down and having those conversations with them, knowing what what what's changed because they're a different person and, and being open to, caring enough about them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: sit down and just say, cause this is, again, this is um, never happened before in, in the entire existence of, of who we are, right. It, it hasn't happened. Nobody has been through this, even though you've been through maybe um, um, other things, it, it hasn't been, it's not the same. And so we need to be able to have conversations with them, communicate with them, help them help them kind of process as well and re reestablish that relationship. Um, I mean, I, I make it sound like that. It's not established. It's changed. It's shifted. And you've got to, you've got to figure that out.
1: You know, one thing that I heard too was question everything yep. and be willing to change anything. I'm having to think about how I said that question, everything and be willing to change anything
0: yeah well because the way that we used to do things like even the decisions oh my gosh we've been shut down how do we keep the, how do we keep things going virtually now okay and that was a shift that was a change and then people started coming back but then some people didn't want to come back so now jobs and roles that before it was like absolutely you cannot do it virtually now all of a sudden people are like you can do it hybrid you can be in the office my I, I've I've got a really good friend. Her job has now become where it was like Monday through Friday, eight to five in an office. She now spends two days a week in the office, and the rest of the time she's at home. Yeah. She's still working the same amount of hours, but it looks different now, right? And in the way that it that it's structured. That was something that in the past, if somebody would have asked, they would have been, uh no, are you crazy? So you've got to have lots of flexibility, not to say no, but to ask yourself the question, what would that look like? Yeah. And can we make that work? Because it was like a lot of times people were just like, well, now people are working at home and I don't know really what they're working on. So what are are the accountability systems? What are the things in which you're inspecting what's expected of people when you may not be face-to-face with them or they may not be in a physical location with everybody at the same time. So you have to be flexible and be willing, like you said, to change anything. Oh, well, this is the way we used to do it. Well, that was before COVID. And so now how do we choose to do it moving forward and be willing to be flexible?
1: You know, we've gone from being afraid to be alone in our homes in front of the computer to being afraid of going and being with people. Yeah, It's almost like we don't. We have to retrain ourselves how to be together. Yeah, and we were made to connect. We are. It, made. it doesn't. It doesn't mean we were made made to be together all day long or be at parties or whatever that is. It just means right. we were made to connect for the we're benefit of each other. Absolutely. And so the whole idea around communities and the new catchword tribe. Yes. Um, those are all things that we long for, whether we want to say we do or not. Now we don't know how to be together, it's
0: almost awkward it, at yeah. times. Well, um, and it's like you don't know, like, I'm a hugger, right? Yeah, so you see somebody and it's just like, Well, I'm gonna hug you, and and they're kind of like going, Um, you need to push away a little bit, right? And so it, it it is awkward, it's um, people are not sure, right? And again, it's because of this long extended traumatic event that we've all been experiencing. That's the other thing. Sometimes as leaders, we weren't the ones necessarily experiencing the event. We were the ones leading through it. Well, guess what? We all experience this. And that's why we started this out with, you're not just tired. You may be depleted.
1: You know, Craig Rochelle said last week, he said, if you're tired, you can take a nap. There you go. A nap isn't going to fix depletion. No, right. And we all laughed about it. And yet it was like, okay, well, that's true, though. It's really true.
0: Yeah. Um, it's about, I mean, if you're depleted, you got to get filled back up. that That's yeah. not just, I'm going to go lay down for 20 minutes and I'll feel better kind of yeah. situation. You got to, you know, it, and, it's,
1: and it's important too that your people know you understand that. That's right. So, this talk that Debbie and I are having right now, this might be a great little roundtable talk to have with your whole team. Sure. And go, here's what we're recognizing. Yeah, yeah. And I, you're going to hear from me and you're going to hear from me a lot. And I'm going to be checking on you because what your team needs is they need to know you care. Yep. They need to understand they care about you. They need to understand that you're there to help. And I mean, help them with their life, get them to be real yeah. about what's happening in their world. Sure. And um, and the other thing they need is collaboration. They need to be heard. Just like you need to be heard as a leader, they need to hear and they need to know what they're thinking, what
0: they're feeling and how they can contribute matters. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. So here's a couple of questions or action items, if you will. First, you got to assess yourself. How are you? Um, fill yourself back up if you're depleted. How are you physically? How are you emotionally? How are you mentally? How are your relationships? How are you spiritually, right? You got to you, you gotta kind of pause for a moment and, and check check those things out. And then you got to assess each member of your team Um, and realize that it may look different for different people, even though we've all been through the same event, we're all going to respond to it differently based on our own past experiences, based on our own strengths, based on our own um, coping mechanisms. And so while we may be facing the same thing, everybody's going to face it, it's going to look a little bit different. And so we have to be open um, so that we can, under, we can all get through this together. And that's the only way that we will get through it is together.
1: You know, I think too, you have to help your people remember why you are here, which means you have to remind people about what the vision is. Yeah. The vision probably didn't change, just remind them about it and remind them of their part in it and how important they are to that vision. Yeah. So that you can reestablish and reconnect. And then, you know, also give them some quick wins we look at long-term goals all the time. And sometimes we don't look at, well, how about this week? If we all did this, we hit this goal, we celebrate. Yeah. Give your team some short-term goals to get the energy
0: back up. There you go. There you go. All right. Any closing thoughts or quotes or you're always good at coming up with one-liners, Terry? <laughs> I do, I have a
1: lot of those. I'm like looking at my notes going, uh, I did write this down, communicate twice as much as it feels natural to you. Mm, I love that. So if you feel like checking in once a week is positive,
0: check in twice a week. There you go. There you go. Cool. All right. Well, guys, we hope that this helps um, and that it will make a difference for you. Take care of yourself. Yes. Uh, Pay attention to where you may be depleted and um, lean in, lean into each other. And we hope that you will lean into us. And, um and listen to our podcast share it with other people uh we've got some really exciting schedule um podcast yeah. plans for the future excited. so excited yeah and more that. often yep and um so make it an incredible day and uh please go and like us give us some feedback on our social media um give us a um uh give us a recommendation or a review on wherever you like to listen to your podcasts all right. Thank you guys. And, and reach
1: out to us. We look forward to that. Yep.